Hi, this is Abby Glassenberg. Welcome to the Walshy Naps podcast. This is my second special episode of the podcast. I am doing a series of rebroadcasting some Google Hangout interviews that I conducted over the past several years. And this one is an interview that I did in November of 2012 with Jonathan Marcus, the CEO of Goodsy. If you've never heard of Goodsy, it is a way to create a storefront online that's really easy, drag and drop, and creates a really beautiful and sophisticated looking storefront. So I think you'll uh, really enjoy hearing Jonathan's story of being CEO of Goodsy and what they're trying to achieve. So thank you so much, and here's the show. My name is Abby Glassenberg, and today I'm talking with Jonathan Marcus, the founder and CEO of Goodsy. Hi, Jonathan. Hi, Abby. How are you? I'm good. So Jonathan got in touch with me after I wrote a post about whether handmade businesses should have their own online storefronts or are better off sticking with Etsy. And Goodsy is an online storefront builder that I've had my eye on for some time now. It offers an accessible way for a small business like mine to create a sophisticated online storefront. And the price, while it's not free, is much more affordable than paying a designer and a web developer to make you a custom storefront. And Jonathan's an expert in online storefronts for small businesses. And I know that all of us want to have um, the most successful online storefront we can. So I'm eager to speak with him and discuss this topic. So, Jonathan, to get us started, tell me why a handmade business should have its own online storefront. Uh, well, I think it's it's really important for everyone to understand that it's 2012, and really, online retail means multi-channel uh, online retail. So, I think uh, you know when when we started Goodsy, uh, a lot of our a lot of our focus was on helping. Uh, smaller sellers who had built up a presence on one of the different marketplaces, whether it be a big marketplace like eBay or something more targeted and focused like Etsy. Uh, but the whole idea is that it's not enough to just have one point of presence. So if you're selling on Etsy and let's say you become you know, fairly successful you'll find that a lot of the traffic that you're able to generate uh, oftentimes comes from the press or from blog posts. And really the last thing that you want to do uh, as a retailer when you get covered in, in the press or someone's blogs is to point to someone else's marketplace listing. Uh, because A, you lose really all of the brand lift that you would otherwise get because it's going to not just you yourself, but also uh, the marketplace, so in this case Etsy. And a lot of times it's spread not just to you, but really any of the other sellers on Etsy. So if you think about just uh, any sort of mention in, in the blogs or in press, you really want to have your own branded storefront that you can drive people to. Similarly, if you want to expand your business and do things like market on Google, let's say through Google AdWords, again, what, what you really can't afford to do is buy AdWords on Google drive that to someone else's marketplace where you're paying, uh, you know, the, the fees to Etsy. So now you have a double fee, you have the, the fee to whoever you're paying on the marketing end, let's say Google, uh, 
uh, and then to Etsy, and then you, you run into that same exact problem of not getting the full brand benefit of, of generating the traffic. If you think about uh, really uh, retail 101, uh, a key marketing ingredient should be email marketing. You run into the exact same problem there. The last thing you want to be doing is emailing your, essentially your subscriber list, your customer list, and driving them to someone else's marketplace. So really, when, when we set out to build Goodsy, the idea was not to displace anyone's business, anyone's existing business on the marketplace. So it's, it was never, gosh, we want to figure out a way to displace Etsy and have all of Etsy's customers come and use Goodsy. The, the much bigger idea is you built a business on Etsy. Now you want to grow your business. Uh, either because you, you have your own customer base or there's just lots of opportunities to market yourself. Um, really, you need your own branded presence that runs, that's very much complementary to your existing Etsy business. And even if it's, um, even if your, your storefront only becomes, let's say, 20% of your sales and 30 or 30% of your sales, uh, you, you still really need to have that, that presence that's complementary to whatever else you're doing on a marketplace. I think those are some really important points, and it's a lot of food for thought for a person like me who's been on Etsy since Etsy's inception and um, who's built a fairly good business there, but at the same time often sort of thinks that customers are probably drifting away once they're there when they're searching and and looking at all kinds of other sellers' sewing patterns, for example. So... um, so that's a, a really, those are some really good points. Yeah, just, just to sort, sort of reiterate, it, it's, it, the, the ideal setup is one that is completely complementary. So you've got your, your nice business on Etsy. They do a fantastic job of essentially generating traffic for you. Uh, but then there's all these other marketing opportunities that are available to you as a seller and really to capitalize on them efficiently uh, for yourself as a brand, you really need to have that own presence that, that you can point people to. Super. So you describe Goodsy as bringing e-commerce to the masses. So tell me more about that mission. So again, it's, it's 2012. People have build, been building uh, e-commerce storefronts on the internet really since the internet started. Um, I think really where we differentiate um, it is bringing a, a combination of ease of use and design aesthetic to the category. So if you look at a majority of the um, majority of Goodsy's competitors, uh, by and large, they're old. If you look at a platform like Volusion, um, not really to name names, but let's just take Volusion. They were created in 1999 and... You know, that's, that's now over 10 years, and in essence, they're still using the same platform. So really what, what you have um, is an entire design and, and setup metaphor uh, from really a, a previous generation. So I guess the way we think about it is um, if you think about really what's, what's most important today, what's become most important today, it's, it's design. I think Apple certainly... Um, led that sort of charge. Apple's kind of the most important company. Um, none of the, the solutions in the e-commerce space were really built by designers or built by people with consumer-facing backgrounds. So a lot of what we like to say is the competing solutions were built by engineers for engineers. I'm guessing that you're not an engineer. I'm not. 
the thing is, uh, certainly with Goodsy, what we're doing is is targeting um, a customer base that's inherently creative. You're making uh, handmade toys. A lot of people make jewelry, um, dresses, apparel. These are really um, uh, people put a lot of time into the products, and they want an aesthetic for their storefront that sort of matches the underlying aesthetic for their product. And we just felt like there really wasn't any solution that made it easy for um, the average small business to create a storefront, but also to do it with style. So that's really a, a large part of our mission. It's the blending that ease of use um, with design aesthetic. We think it's, you know, it's of paramount importance that your look and feel um, is sort of commensurate with the quality of your product uh, and we feel like Goodsy is really the easiest way to go about building uh, a really elegant storefront. Okay, so give me some um, some picture of how long do you think it takes an average person like me, for example, to set up a Goodsy shop and, you know, to a, a point where they feel pretty satisfied with the way it looks and the way it operates? Well, I, I guess what I would say is really the, um, the time-consuming activities is really getting the, your underlying content uploaded into the system. When I say underlying content, I mean your really your product information. Um, but it, if you sort of set that aside, because that can really vary depending on how many products you have, the actual process of, of designing your storefront really shouldn't take you very long. I mean, it's, it's not something that, that should take you longer than a day. Um, it, it's really getting all that, that base information into the system. But the system itself, um, you know, it's all real-time, point-and-click. So you can kind of, even if you don't, you don't really know how to use the system, we've kind of designed it in a way that it's like going to the bowling alley and having the bumper lanes down. You just sort of point-and-click your way, and you can't really mess very much up. And so we feel like it should be a quick and actually a fun process. I think fun because... Um, it's really designed to be empowering. I think this is really among the first times where someone like yourself could go on and create something that they feel proud of. If you're using a lot of our competitive solutions, uh, or a lot of the, the competitive solutions, um, to get really the best out of any of them, you need to hire a designer and you need to hire developers. And that becomes a big process. It's costly. Um, more often than not, you don't know where to find a designer or developer, certainly one that you can trust. Now you're dealing with a multi-week process, one where there's uh, an opportunity to have a lot of communication breakdown. So now you're introducing all this risk. You're kind of outsourcing this big function of your business in a way that, um, you know, becomes really limiting. And it's like you're, you're always uh, at the mercy of these outside people. Well, what happens in a month's time when you want to make a change to your look and feel or you want to change uh, maybe you want to add featured products to the home page. And that means you having to go back to the people that helped you do things in the, in the first place and kind of start that process all over again. So now you're dealing with more time, more communication, more money. Um, and, and I think it, it kind of becomes a very defeating process. So that's probably why people like yourself um, haven't been more eager to go out and, and build their storefront because, you know, generally speaking, it is a process. Um, our whole goal has been to make that easy to make that easy for anyone and to do it in a way that is really stylish and, and has a real aesthetic so that you feel really proud of your storefront. Super. So one of the things that um, attracts me most is the digital fulfillment 
Um, the bulk of my business right now, at least, is selling PDF downloads of sewing patterns, and I also have an ebook out. Um, and I spend quite a bit of my day every day, um, you know, happily, but at certain points it does get a little bit overwhelming. I have three kids, so, um, but I spend that time, uh, emailing sewing patterns to people. And, um, one of the things that I think would be super, um, having an online storefront like this would be the ability for those patterns to just get automatically sent out. Um, so tell me a little bit about that feature and then maybe some about some of the other sort of special features that, um, that you get when you sign up. I, I guess I have to apologize up front. I'm not sure I've got the name correctly, but I feel like we've got a very successful uh, eBay seller in a similar category to you. I think it's called Fantastic Toys. Yeah, they're a friend of mine. Uh, Fantastic Toys. So uh, they've been using us, I want to say, since our beta. And what they're, they're doing is taking advantage of the integration we have with a third-party application called FetchApp. So FetchApp specializes in digital file delivery, uh, PDFs, MP3s, eBooks, um, that sort of thing. And really, they automate that entire process so that you don't have to worry about manually emailing people the PDFs. That's all sort of taken care of. Um, it turns out that digital file delivery is actually a, a fairly uh, complicated endeavor, sort of making sure that if you email someone a link, and they click on the link that the download actually uh, goes through successfully. That, that in and of itself is all becomes a, a fairly big process. So at the moment, we're, um, we're really relying upon Fetch app uh, for that integration. I think that digital file delivery is something that we will, um, that we're definitely thinking about uh, developing in-house as well, um, just to, to offer an in-house solution. But um, I think all indications are, especially by, by the way, Fantastic Toys has been doing, um, that it's a really nice and, and elegant setup. So you have your branded storefront through Goodsy, um, and, and it's all sort of integrated with Fetch. Uh, an order goes through, and they take care of the process of actually delivering that, that digital good to the end user and making sure that they get it successfully. And um, So I think, you know, any single step that you can take to automate what has generally been a manual process can just save you bundles of time. So uh, we actually introduced um, integrated email marketing not too long ago, uh, and, and there we're partnered with Campaign Monitor. So Campaign Monitor is one of the, the leading um, third-party email systems. But really the beauty of the integration uh, and this sort of speaks to the, the time that we, we try and save people by automating tasks. Uh, what you would typically have to do if, if you were using a competitive storefront platform and then a third-party email system is be constantly uh, exporting all of your orders from your storefront platform, probably into Excel where you're doing a lot of the collating and data analysis. But then you have to go and, ex and import all of that into your third-party um, email platform. So really what we've done is integrate uh, the two at the, the database layer. So all of your customers um, on the Goodsy platform, you can easily target using our, our email marketing system. So you can say, create a targeted list of anyone who's bought from me in the last three months, has spent between $50 and $100, and lives in these four states. I want to send them a special 25% off. Uh, coupon, we automate that whole process. You don't need to really 
uh, figure out who your, your good customers are. We kind of do that all for you, allow you to filter and collate that um, without exporting anything. Uh, and then we, we allow you to create the email campaign directly in our system. So it's our point-and-click, drag-and-drop editor. We allow you to create really beautiful, stunning email campaigns. And then, again, market that to a targeted list that, that you built um, using Goodsy. That would otherwise be a really, really manual process, um, and, and we really make it easy to do. So I think, generally speaking, uh, there's lots of different areas in the, the sort of retail process that are, are um, very manual. A lot of those we're looking to, to automate. Another interesting one, and this is really for more of our, our high-volume sellers, but we recently integrated with, um, gosh, uh, oh, let me get the name. That's probably not helpful to you. <laughs> That's okay. Take your time. There's a lot, a lot going on here, so that's fine. Yeah, I'm sorry. So while you're looking... Um, I'm just drawing a blank. That's totally fine. While you're looking, some of the other things that I thought were really interesting... Yeah, let's just skip it. Sorry. It's okay. So one of the things I was looking um, was really interested in when I was looking at, um, at what Goodsy offers, too, is... Um, uh, the ability to embed a store into your Facebook page, which I thought was really interesting. The the integration I, I was blanking on was ShipStation, but but we can get back to that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what what we do do is is make it pretty easy for you to embed your storefront anywhere on the web. So if you already have, let's say, a WordPress blog, and you in essence want to create your storefront as a, a single tab. Uh, in your larger web presence. And again, let's just assume that you're using WordPress or, or Tumblr or maybe something like Flavors to power your, your main point of presence. Um, we allow you to, to embed your storefront. You get all the uh, same functionality that you would on your core storefront, um, but it's embedded somewhere else on the web. I think you know that, that's an area that we're uh, uh, hoping to improve. I wouldn't say it's the easiest process now, but that's that's really just because embedding is a bit of a sticky process. It's hard to get the right look and feel that, that you're going for. So it's an area that we're, we're continuously looking to improve, but again, something that we offer and make, make it pretty, pretty easy to do. Super. All right. So there's a lot of really um, attractive features here. And, um, and I think my, my last question is, um, is if you could just describe who you feel is Goodsy's ideal customer. So if you were sort of going to paint a picture of that person, who would that person be and, and sort of what would it, where would their business be at this moment? Sure. I guess we, we think about retailers on a spectrum. At one end of the spectrum, you have your um, small retailers. So your small office, home office, your sole proprietors, probably such as yourself. Uh, employ Anywhere from one to five employees, we would say that's that's sort of one end of the spectrum. And then the other end of the spectrum is your internet retailer top 1,000, right? Those are really the, the big storefronts that have been around for a long time. Uh, we're today um, primarily focused on the small business side of things. So again, your small office, home office, your sole proprietor. A lot of the times, the seller who has built a business on one of these different marketplaces, again, eBay, Etsy, you name the marketplace, 
um, and has now reached a certain degree of sophistication that uh, either they have a customer base like yourself over that they built up over the years, or they understand the importance of all the different uh, marketing opportunities that they have available to them. And again, want their own branded storefront, not to displace what they're doing uh, in another channel, but really to augment it. So it's that small business, one to five employees um, that we're really targeting uh, and ideally bringing all the functionality that your internet retailer 1000 has at their disposal. Again, things like integrated email marketing, we're able to build targeted campaigns. That's very much an enterprise type feature set that of course the internet retailer top 1000 uh, type stores have been doing for years now. Really, we wanna make that accessible and easy to use for, for the smaller sellers. Super. Right. This has been really interesting. There's lots to think about here. Um, and, um, and if people who watch, um, the video, uh, have further questions about Goodsy and sort of what sets Goodsy apart and, um, took any other particular questions that I didn't get to, couldn't they ask them in the, in the comments here and, and maybe you'll respond? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and I'll comment in the uh, I'll comment with my email address. So if people actually want to email me directly, I'm happy to do that as well. I guess the biggest thing I, I I'd like to impress upon you again is um, I think any step that you can take towards building your own presence on the web, where you have complete control over the look and feel, over the branding, over the marketing opportunities, um, is going to be incrementally positive for you as a seller. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. We actually have the, the technology set up in place where you could have a fully integrated Etsy and Goodsy presence. So you could have the same inventory on both sites. If you were to sell on Etsy, it would deduct one from your Goodsy inventory and vice versa. We haven't released it. It's something we, we may release it at a future date. Uh, but I guess my, my general point is um, I think at some point you have to take the leap. Um, it's just too important for you as a seller. And again, not to displace your Etsy business, but to augment it. And even if you're only augmenting it by 20%, um, that can you know really be a, a big deal. And then you're also minimizing all of your, a lot of your, your risk as well. So you're adding new sales, um, you're taking control of things, and, and you're minimizing your risk. I just can't see any reason why you wouldn't do it. <laughs> Super. Thank you so much, Jonathan. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Abby. All right. Take care.